like Rochelle, who's been to the future and returned this morning. She's a little bit different today because wrapped around her wrist, <laughs> she got a smartwatch. Is that what you call those? An iWatch? An Apple Watch. Apple Watch. That's what they're called. <laughs> yes. Man, you were just obsessed with this thing. Well, I've been wanting one for a very long time, so I'm very excited that I finally no, got I, one. I've never had any uh, ink done, but when you first get ink done, do you find yourself kind of petting it, touching it on your skin? Well, when you first get it done, it's super itchy, so okay, you don't. Okay, so you find yourself healing. touching it, right? You, well, you can't touch it, but you want to, but you can't. No. Is this the same when you first got a uh, wedding ring? Did you find yourself kind of spinning it on your finger mm-hmm. and checking it out once it? Uh, yeah, it, it's, it's similar, I guess. It's something that's new that you're not used to. Yeah, I, every I, time I've glanced over at you, and since you brought it home in the box yesterday, uh-huh. you've been obsessed with your <laughs> Apple Watch. Well, in order to get it to work, I had to upgrade my phone or update my phone. Uh-huh. So I had to go through that. And then I didn't want to wait in the store to make the guy set it up. So I have no idea how to use it. And I had to set it up by myself. So I'm I'm trying to figure out how it works and what I do and what I even need to do to I'm make it I'm surprised you didn't hang out there because you tend to have these little uh, flirtations with the I don't know with the T-Mobile so store ridiculous managers okay is that is that what happened well yeah because the first time uh, you went to the store after we first got together a guy's texting you at 10 o'clock at night I'm like who's who, what's the matter how is one of the kids okay fault? you're like oh I'm texting the guy from T-Mobile like what <laughs> I mean I know how he gets your phone he's T-Mobile but right. still I was not texting him. He texted me. I did not. Every text time him you back. go in that store, you make a connection. Is that what it is? I mean, it sure seems that way. <laughs> there was no connection made with uh-huh. me and Ian. Was We're there just a- friends. Oh yeah, do you even remember his name? <laughs> no, there, I just went and got my watch, and I didn't want to hang out there, so I just took it home. Is the watch connected now? Is it working? I think so. What are some of the functionalities of this watch? What does it do? Well, you can I take pictures like, on it? What can you do? Uh, you can take pictures you can on it. Make a phone call on it? Make a text message? Yep. I can get my news, my weather. Uh, basically, everything that your phone does, I can do on the watch. I really got it because... Now you say you get your weather. Does, does Nick's head pop up there when uh, you <laughs> tap the button? He would love that. Are you I, I'm sure he's working on it knowing him. Yeah, that would be a great app just to have him get on here and, and talk to me. No, that would be great. It. Um, Ch- yeah, check the traffic. Joe's face pops up and goes, well, that'll do that. Can. I can get I can get this is nice I can get the GPS on my phone so if I'm driving oh, wow. it'll tell me where to turn next which is it, I mean it's really it's really quite neat I you're I, the kind of person that gets lost at the mall so that probably help so you I, get, find the front door I initially got this though because I used to have one of those Fitbits and yeah. it would yell at me when I didn't walk enough and I'm I want to try <laughs> to get some more steps in and try to walk a little bit more so I wanted to get this because I figured it would do the same thing Listen, I can understand having a smartphone I have a smartphone mm-hmm. but I I think when it comes to those giant pads, when it comes to these watches, mm-hmm. I just, uh, there's the eyeglasses. I just don't understand why. <laughs> I mean, your phone does all of these things. Why do you need a well, watch? Well, this is really nice. And not that we do it all that much, but if you're in a meeting or something and someone text messages, you get a text. And you just do a little glance down. Right. You can just check it out. Gla- exactly. And you can text them back without it looking like you're sitting there on your phone. So that's really nice. Also, if the kid. <laughs> See, so that'll do that. Exactly. If, the ki- if one of the kids have my phone for whatever reason and you text me, because you've complained about this. Grayson will take my phone and want to watch YouTube or Just something. Swipe left. Right, and then you're like, I texted you three hours ago. Are you okay? I don't. I didn't even know because he's had my phone. So. I'll just tell you this: is you look like Dick Tracy. Okay, I know that. <laughs> Tracy. I know that makes me sound like I'm a hundred, which I am, but <laughs> that's all I can think of is Dick Tracy with my watch. Yeah, this I don't is, think you've ever seen me with a watch. on This before. is the precinct calling Dick Tracy. <laughs> calling Dick Tracy. That's all I can think of.
Robbie and Rochelle in the morning. 1071 The Boss. 997 FM2. If you're traveling Ocean County, Atlantic City, or you live there, I guess. Yeah. You wouldn't even know there's a 1071. Don't worry about it. 997 is for you. That's why we have it. Mm-hmm. You can also go on the Boss app anyplace. Put your earbuds in. It should come up real easy. You're on some desert, deserted island. If you find yourself castaway. <laughs> We would still pop up. I suppose you would need cell phone service. You need a charger, right? You probably need a charger. Yeah, if you want to waste your charge on us, you would be able to listen on the Boss app. I'd suggest trying to call someone to help you, but you do you. Or (laughs) 1071theboss.com. Hey, Wilson, let's listen to Michelle Amabee. It's going to be great. It's going to be great. (laughs) We got a big, finally, Friday show on the way. The Freakout to officially start this weekend. Coming up at 8 o'clock this morning. Dumb crook news, mm-hmm. fun facts. Yes. We'll check the birthday file, get the fast five, get the he said. She said. Coming up at 750. One of your very last chances to win a $100 gas card. That's right. And our free fuel freakout as we head off into summer. We're talking to a comedian, Anthony Rodia, on the Celebrity Hotline. He's playing up at Carteret Pack. Oh, okay. I believe that show is this evening. So yeah. we'll get him on the line. Did I mention we got dumb crook news? I think it did. We'll it did. do the bulletin board. Hashtag mom. And more passes in to our listener appreciation party. 1071 The Boss at Breakwater Beach in Seaside. We'll do that in just a couple of minutes. So it's a big old show. Uh, I won't say which show it was, but it was last night's Paul McCartney show. (laughs) I am a huge Paul fan, as you know. Yes. And uh, the prices are just ridiculous. And I've seen them almost 10 times. Mm -hmm. So I figured it was not necessary that we go. Mm -hmm. But we're in the office the other day. And... I won't say, again, I won't say who it was, but it was our promotions director. Comes around the corner because she's the master of all these things. She is. And says, hey, by the way, I saved you a pair of uh, Paul McCartney tickets. Yeah. And I said, really? What? He said, well, it was supposed to be a surprise because our anniversary <laughs> is next week. Yeah. And she was nice enough and said, you know, if we had a pair that didn't get claimed or whatever, mm-hmm. I'll, I'll give them to you two go- goobers. So right, she right. did that and we went and it was a great show last night. Right. But it, but it kind was supposed of, to be a surprise, and I think you were really deflated by the whole thing. I don't know that I was deflated. I just was trying. Th- it's not like me to ask for ticket free tickets for anything. Well, we I didn't don't- get free tickets. These were tickets that were otherwise going to be wasted. No, I know. They were That's But I still am not the person who goes and asks the promotions department for those tickets. I just don't do that. That's not- sure. But I know that you wanted to see Paul, and you've seen him before, and you've yeah. seen him with other people, and so I wanted to have that with you, and so I just thought I would do something nice, and I just felt like, well, <laughs> there goes that surprise, because you and I had planned to go out to dinner last night anyway, because yeah. Thursday's kind of our dinner night, and I was going to surprise you by just taking you there, and it just happening. Listen, that wouldn't have gone very far. Yes, it would have. Like, Where are we going? Yes, it would have. Why are we in the because, car so long? No, because you like just to be told what we're doing, so if I just told you I found this restaurant that was semi-close to the venue that you just would have been like, whatever, no, fine. Come on. You're like, we're driving up to Secaucus for dinner. I said, why? <laughs> it's 45 minutes in traffic. I could have showed you a little Italian bistro and you would have went right along with it. It would have been fine. I but... suppose. But were you going to try and pass off that you spent no, like a no. thousand bucks on these tickets? No, you would know better that you, you, we have a joint bank account, so I couldn't do that. <laughs> but I just wanted to, I wanted it to be a surprise because usually when we have plans of any type, whether you want to do them or not, it tends to stress you out oh. more than excite you. So I was afraid if you knew that we were going to go ahead of time, there, there would be a whole bunch of things that would just be stressful about the whole situation. And there were things stressful. The traffic was horrible. Parking, horrible. Seats were horrible, by the way. Yes. And that's fine. I knew that. Yeah. I mean, I didn't expect to be close out, yeah. but 
I, I want to do, uh, yeah, kind of walk around the venue and look for the tour bus, see if we can catch him getting off there. But no way. He, he must go underground or yeah, something. There's no there was, way. Usually you can see the tour bus parked out when you go to one of these yeah, concerts. But he's already but underground and there is nothing. covered in security. You know, you know that. Come on. There's there is no nothing. way. I know. We, it, <laughs> Not the best place for a concert, by the way. I mean, no disrespect to the people that run MetLife Stadium, but that's a better just, venue for football than it is for big. music. If it's you ask very me. big. Yeah. So if you're, if you're in there and you don't have... The $5,000 floor seats, it's tough. So it's We're up just, there in the nosebleeds. There's this one guy who's getting on a Beatles t-shirt, and he's just dancing. He's, like, <laughs> tripping out of his... It's like, you're 70. What are he's you doing? He's having a good time. I guess so. Whatever. Who cares? I, I guess when you spend that kind of money, it's... Right. Uh, just have fun, so... <laughs> but you're right. I, it did stress me out, because then when I knew we were going to go, right. then I started deliberating. She said, well, listen, if you don't want them, I'm sure I can give them to somebody. I know. and that's Because I, I don't want to throw them away. That's what I didn't want to happen. And because I'm going back and forth in my... You just wanted to have them. I just and then wanted this is, to have it, yeah. and it was just going to happen, and it is. But it's okay. It worked out. We got to go. We didn't stay for the whole thing because we get up early, but it was good. Now, I don't, I don't know if we've mentioned this recently, so maybe you've never heard us discuss this before, but I know we've talked about it before, is we are coming up now on our third wedding anniversary, mm-hmm. and we've been together longer than that. We've been friends longer than that, Yeah, but we have never gone on a, a full-fledged vacation together. Nope. We've never gone on a, we never went on a honeymoon, I should say. We we did take a long weekend up to Montreal, right. which was nice, and I call that our mini-moon, mm-hmm. and I had the full intention of a honeymoon. But it just never came together for a whole multitude of reasons. Uh-huh. Okay, so I feel like to actually get me on a plane to go to the islands or to Florida someplace warm, you're going to have to like have a black van pull up and put a towel over my head, put me in the back, and then bring me to LaGuardia. You know well, what I mean? Maybe I'll just need to do what I was planning to do last night and just have it booked, <laughs> and I'll just tell you we're going to go out to dinner, and we'll just go stealth to the to the airport and just go. I feel because- like there needs to be a kidnapping situation. <laughs> Where I'm tied up in the back of the van with a bag over my head. Yeah. And I'm just figuring this is when I die. Then I get, I'm like, oh, no, I'm, I'm going to Turks and Caicos. Yeah. So, okay. Uh-huh. I, Rochelle. Yeah. <laughs> that's going to need to happen. That's what's going to need to happen. It's great. Anyway, Paul was great. He was mm-hmm. just just great. And uh, happy early birthday. He turns 80 this week. Yes. He is older than Joe Biden. Imagine that. <laughs> Imagine that. Here it is, the Finally Friday CBB, the weekend CBB, the Community Bulletin Board for Friday, June the 17th. Thank you for sending these in to us. Whether you do it on our Facebook page or 1071theboss.com, just click Ravi and Michelle in the morning. We like to shed a spotlight on fun community events, people right. trying to give back to a charity or to an organization. Mm-hmm. Father's Day at Jenks is happening Sunday. Dad receives free admission with a paying child. Ooh. I don't know that the kid has to pay, but... <laughs> yes, they do. It's they Father's pay Day. pay for their kid, they get to go for free. <laughs> I feel like it should be the other way around, don't you think? What do you... That's what I'm saying. I think the kid should have to pay. <laughs> it's Dad's Day. You know those chores you did? You're taking Dad to Jinx. That's... As you should. They, you stand over here. I'm going to Martell's. I think you should... <laughs> Yeah, that's that's probably more accurate. They could go through the Funhouse Mini Golf Adventure Lookout, the Ropes Course and Rides. Jenkinsons.com for the info on that one. It's Celebrate Manalapan Day. That's what I've been thinking is I need to celebrate Manalapan. Absolutely. That goes on tomorrow 3 to 10 at the Rec Center in town. Local vendors, live music, food, rides, games for the kids. Fireworks show at dusk. It's mtnj.org for the details on Manalapan Day. Mm-hmm. The 25th Annual North Brunswick Youth Sports Festival opening day tomorrow runs through the 4th of July. Tomorrow only pay one price for all the 
the rides, plus fireworks at 10 o'clock. Annual North Brunswick Youth Sports Festival for a calendar of events and more info. Tomorrow is a big Atlantic Highlands Classic Car Show. Boss Roadie is going to be on tour starting at 10 in the morning. Over 150 classic cars. they got domestic imports, hot rods. You'll have street vendors, food trucks, music, and 1071 The Boss will be there with those recyclable boss bags, T-shirts, and other boss swag to win. You can check out our events anytime. A lot of events coming up. Just click uh, events at 1071theboss.com. There's a couple of things we thought you, yes, you needed to know this morning. It's a Friday tradition. It's a weekend tradition. No matter what kind of a week you're having, I don't care how stressful it is, how much trouble you think you got in your life, at least you're not spending the weekend in the pokey like these people. <laughs> yeah. Time for Dumb! Crook News. We scour the police blotters from sea to shining sea, searching for these stories here, award-winning fellow citizens, and we share them right here. Dumb Crook News Dateline to Boston, where a bus driver there is being charged with reckless endangerment after passing out at the wheel of the bus. Oh, no. He ingested an entire bag of pot gummies. Uh-oh. <laughs> that would be fair. No. Jin Wan Chen says he did not know that these were pot gummies. Uh-huh. He thought they were just a little bag of jelly beans. He oh, said, man, no, those look delicious. Okay. I don't know why he passed that. I think he probably didn't know because if he was used to, if he was a pothead, he probably would have just know, just right. have one or two. He would have been high. Guy. I think he just had no idea. He thought he was just eating, munching on some gummy bears. So. Whoops, that's scary. Better to get high than to uh, have your system cleaned out like some of those gummy bears oh, do. Oh, dang! You know? Don't get the sugar-free ones. <laughs> those ones will mess you up. It's like a colon cleanse. You don't yes. want that happening while you're driving a yes. bus. Yes. Dateline, St. Louis, Missouri. A man there, Vernie Dickens Jr., has been charged with first-degree assault after shooting the barber cutting his hair because he said you ruined my mutton chops amazing got back to cutting and then before I could even finish he pulls out a gun it was like I told you to do your job puts it to my face I immediately turn to the right and run out the front door yeah I mean oh that's oh my god you know what I would have done is you know that weird blue solution they put all the combs in I would have thrown that right in his face <laughs> Crazy. You screwed up my mutton chops. Wow. What are mutton chops? I don't even know what that well, they're is. They're like big bushy sideburns. Oh, okay. Guy wants to look like he's from 1884 or something. <laughs> he's on that Yellowstone show, His you know? Vernon, right? Yeah, that's makes right. sense. <laughs> Vernon Dickens. It makes, it makes sense. How you doing? <laughs> Dateline to Pittsburgh, Pennsylvania. Stephen Pattinson flew out of a little airport just outside of the city. Before his flight, he bought some drinks at the snack bar, but paid with a counterfeit $100 bill. Uh-oh. The barmaid said she realized something was up. They looked closely at the $100 bill. It read in small print, motion picture use only. <gasps> no, really? Police were able to identify Stephen on a security cam, you know, because he was at the airport. <laughs> and determine what flight he'd gotten on. They issued a warrant and picked him up when he landed oh at his destination gosh. in Florida. Because, of course, it's always Florida. Florida. So my guess is that this was a resident of Florida. Florida. Although Pittsburgh, not exactly a high traffic destination in and no, of itself. No, <laughs> Where did he get motion picture money? What I is that? No, I don't know. Maybe bought it on eBay? Yeah. <laughs> All right, let's go across uh, the Pacific Ocean, shall we, to Sydney, Australia? G'day, mate. Let's put another shrimp on the barbie. Dateline to Sydney, a 23-year-old anonymous did, does not have a license. Drank, quote, a large amount of liquor Saturday night and stole his boss's car. He managed to crash through a fence and drive 200 feet into a cornfield and then park it on the side of train tracks. Oh, my God. The unidentified 23-year-old man decided to leave it there. Police 
spotted the car, tracked him down. He's facing charges for stealing it, negligent driving, and obstructing the path of a train. Luckily, the car was not demolished by right. the train. So oh, my gosh. I'll tell you what, if I was a guy that had my car stolen, instead of getting it back after this guy took it for a joyride, I would have rather have just demolished have the insurance right. company buy me a new yeah. one. You know? No, I'm with you 100%. Go ahead, conductor. Just run her over. <laughs> Nationwide is on my side, That's okay? That's right. I'll pay I'm the in deduct- good hands with Allstate. That's right. I'll <laughs> pay gonna- the deductible. <laughs> All right, let's go to Philadelphia, where a 17-year-old Chick-fil-A worker was shot in the leg during an argument with a customer. The young man was shot because a customer said he forgot to include the milkshake in the order. I'm very hungry. Man said, listen, I need my milkshake. Things got heated. He said, no, you didn't order a milkshake. He said, yes, I did. He said, no, you didn't. Guy pulls out a gun, shoots the kid in the leg. and says, how about now? That's crazy. When the identified perp was apprehended by police, he said he did not mean to kill the Chick-fil-A worker. Oh, just oh, show sure. him that you have to remember the order the next time he comes through Chick-fil-A. So my guess is, is this the same guy that uh, didn't have his mutton chops uh, <laughs> properly attended to at the barber? Give him my milkshake right now. My milkshake makes all the boys come around and they're packing heat. <laughs> Last, let's go to Houston, Texas. Everything's bigger in Texas. Texas? 30-year-old man, latest in Riley. Does he'd like to be a rapper, post his stuff on YouTube. Okay. That seems benign enough, right? He goes by the stage name Jug God. Okay. It's a, if you listen to the lyrics of the song, it's about robbing ATMs. Oh, gosh. So guess what he's up to in Houston, Texas? He's robbing ATMs? That's right. He and three friends recently went on a crime spree that stretched from Houston to Nashville robbing ATMs. They would hijack uh, the ATM when a technician had them open, was working on them. Oh, no. <laughs> FBI caught him on surveillance footage, also checked out his YouTube page, connected the dots, and now uh, Mr. Jug God is behind bars. <laughs> this would be like Joe Pesci singing a song about digging a hole with the lime, you know what I mean? Just don't don't spell it out. If you're going to be a criminal... Go home and get your shine box. Think these things through, Jug yeah. God. And there you go, dumb crook news. I have noticed that, uh, well, speaking of uh, phone calls, mm-hmm. I have noticed that you will get messages uh, from friends, from people you don't really know, sometimes from uh, work people. You'll be in the hallway, I'll hear you. Of course, nobody speaks to me, but I'll hear you <laughs> chatting by the copy machine with our co-workers, the other people work in the building and such. Sure. And people will ask you, where's the best place to go? For brunch. Oh, yeah. Where's the best place to go get just a quick cocktail before we go to a show? Mm-hmm. I, it's ama- I've heard at least four or five different conversations over the last few weeks where people have asked you your favorite places to go or where should I go or what's who's got the best cocktails for the best price, these sort of things. Yeah. And I wonder what makes you an expert <laughs> I don't know. on brunch or, a ba- or bars. I mean, do these people just think you're a big lush? Like, I, why are they coming to I, you? I don't know. I don't know. It's a really great question and it does kind of baffle me too because whether it's here or it's in my home state of Michigan, I do. I have people right. send me messages. Oh, you have people back at home. Oh, all the time. You haven't lived there in, in a couple I years. I know. I know, which is why it's so weird. They're like, we're going to visit here. We know you've been there. What do you recommend? I'm like, I don't know. Like, I don't, I honestly, I, it could be because I post a lot of our food and wine and beverage pictures. But that doesn't mean that you, that you, you're not a, you're not a travel no. guide. Pick a city, tell us the best place no. to have dinner. And I, I also am not really someone who experiments with different kinds of foods or even drinks, really. I like really basic, simple things. No, go- wait a minute. That's not true. You'll try a cocktail if you see something interesting I on a will, cocktail menu. But I won't go to a specific place 
for that cocktail. There are some people, they're like, yeah. what What brunch place has the best cocktails? When's the last time you even went to brunch? I, I don't even know. I can't even tell you the last time I went to brunch. I just, I, brunch time now is my dinner time, so <laughs> we have a weird schedule. Yeah. So it's just. Having French toast for dinner. Exactly. So it's, it is very strange to me that I get these people wanting recommendations. So what I generally do, I'll go on Google and I'll find the top rated places. And at- do you pass it off like you knew this information? Yes. Yes. See, that's shady, isn't they it? They have great mimosas, <laughs> according to 1.2 thousand views on Google. I, I, well, you're I a fraud, know. is what you, you're. You're a brunch fraud, <laughs> is what you are. I don't mean to be. I wish that I knew all of these recommendations, and I will. I'll tell you the places that I've been, and if I like them or not. And I do. I am someone who does post reviews. Uh-huh. I do do that. Yes, you do. I, I whether good and bad, not just bad, but I do post reviews. So maybe for those reasons, people ask me. But I, I just don't know. I'm like, I don't. I, I wonder how is there a way we can monetize this. Well, absolutely. I could get sponsorships the, uh, and start talking about certain places. Absolutely. That's what influencers there you go. do. There you go. Yeah, you go in and tell them, look, I have these people that are asking me these questions. <laughs> say, if you want me to say your place is the best place, pay mama Listen, a couple of bucks. I've been pushing White Claw, and I tag them in everything all nothing. the time. Nothing. nothing. Well, they don't need your help. Nothing from White Claw. People are going to be buying the White Claw no matter what. <laughs> That's like, I don't know why Budweiser needs to spend all the money on those Clydesdales, because people know. are going to be buying a Budweiser no matter what. I know. So I, there is a way to monetize it. I just am not... I, I'm really not someone who's super All right, savvy. Do, do you have like your that. phone uh, handy or your uh, laptop handy? I do. Okay. Uh, I'm going on a, uh, hi, my name is uh, Leroy. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Leroy. Why would I say Leroy? <laughs> <laughs> I'm going on a trip to Biloxi, Biloxi, Mississippi, and I'm wondering Biloxi. what you think the uh, the best place for a for Prosecco and a little brunch on a Sunday morning in Biloxi. I know you know all the best brunch places all over America, Rochelle. Oh, absolutely. Could you, could you give me a recommendation, please? Le Café Beignet has amazing... <laughs> they're right on Lemoose Street. So you good. You liar. Patio 44 has fantastic mimosas. <laughs> Let me tell you, Fill Up and Bill Ups has the best place for a grilled brunch. Like if you want Do you swear little- to tell the whole truth and nothing but the truth? <laughs> no, I do not. Pay Mama. <laughs> Oh, that is wonderful. You like that? How, it's, it's just a um, Google search. I just Googled Biloxi, and they're the top three, so they have the best ratings on there. Hear anybody come back and say, i got to tell you, that place was terrible. I don't know why you liked no, it. No. I have had people tell me that they went, and then it was fantastic. So, again, I don't recommend the ones that have one star. I do look at the reviews before I recommend something, but I just, I don't know. I'd be like, you know where you go? Denny's. <laughs> Waffle House. Have a little Grand <laughs> Slam. <them> You'll <laughs> be just fine. Have a nice day. i got to tell you, I've been on uh, YouTube, and I've checked out. By the way, you got like a million followers on YouTube, which is, that's pretty crazy, huh? Yeah, no, I mean, it, it's it's getting there. Um, you know, Facebook is probably my strongest uh, from one person to the next, but uh, yeah, no, it's, it's been crazy the last, last year especially. I'm watching some of those videos. I think my, I mean, I grew up Italian-American like yourself, so I certainly relate to a lot of the stories that you tell and the kind of people you talk about, but what really cracks me up is you yeah. say, look, we live in such a culture, if this is going to offend you, just leave the show now. Don't write me an angry letter later. Man, that's so true. Comedians should be allowed to be funny. I agree with yeah, I, I, I get it. I get it once in a while. Somebody will write me an email or the new thing now is uh, people have to publicize if they didn't enjoy something and then they're <laughs> going to leave the page. And I tell everybody, unless you work in an airport, there's no reason to announce your departure. You can just go, It's not like I'm going to wake up, you know, one night and go, you know what? I haven't seen a comment from Barbara from Buffalo in a long time. I don't. Where's she been? Did she leave? <laughs> it's just if you can't handle comedy, don't don't watch it.
we get a lot of people like this too, where they'll tell you, you know, I did, I found this very offensive. We're never listening to the show again, and inevitably, those are the people that come right back and comment two days later, which kind of cracks you up a little bit, you know? Oh, one hundred percent. And that's the thing that kills me. It's like, listen, you're not supposed to like everything I do. That's what makes comedy subjective. You're not supposed to like everything I do. You're not supposed to like everything about me. I don't know one person likes that. My mother probably <laughs> loves me the most out of anybody in this world, and she doesn't like a lot of things about me. So you're not supposed to. Yeah. So people like this one video, you're willing to throw all that away <laughs> and never watch me again. She goes, yes. I go, well, then I feel bad for who you're married to. <laughs> because, I mean, they're, they're not allowed to make a mistake. Yeah, no, you're up. You're right. Flipped out, cursed me out. And that's it. It's crazy, man. People need to relax. Now, speaking of uh, your mother, you were the firstborn in America. Your uh, mom and dad were born on the other side. Is that right? Yeah, yeah. So, what's that like growing up? Yeah, I mean, listen. Uh, some of my childhood was painful. Uh, some of it was enjoyable. I mean, you know, off the boat parents. I think I don't think it matters what nationality you are. I think if your parents were born on the other side. They all have that same type of mentality. Uh, my mom came here when she was 13. She lost her accent. My father came here in his early 20s, and his accent got worse. <laughs> all he was doing was talking to other people with the same accent. <laughs> so his accent actually went downhill. Um, but, you know, listen, I would go to school. Kids would have lunch boxes with, like, salami and cheese. I would have a paper, like a plastic bag, like a, a, shop and, a stop and shop or a shop right bag with – you know, a container of pasta and, you know, pork chop. And they're like, Where, what the hell is that? I'm like, this is lunch. Why? That's all you're eating? Yeah. <laughs> I'd have like six-course meal. Uh, so there was a lot of differences, but I also grew up with a lot of kids that were first-generation, you know, either first-generation Jamaicans. Uh, I remember one of my friends in high school, a Jamaican kid, he used to say to me, um, dude, I've seen you get hit. That's it's nothing. I, I get disciplined with a bamboo stick. I'm oh, like, my bamboo. God. Wow. You know it gets worse than what I'm feeling. <laughs> Bamboo, that's abuse. <laughs> I, I hung out with all kids, different nationalities, and a lot of them were first generation. And we used to have like intervention lunches. Like, what did you get hit with last night? A broom? Yeah, I got a wooden shoot at the back of my neck because I didn't finish my dinner. <laughs> and the American kids that we grew up with were like, you guys have to report your parents to child services. And I'm like, no, 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 because then you'll never see us again. <laughs> you do that. What are you talking about? Report them. What are you out of your mind? Wow. Uh, it, was, it was crazy, man. Bamboo. That's intense. I would. I felt like I should go home and thank my parents for the weapons they chose. <laughs> I'm like, thank you for not picking bamboo. I yeah. appreciate that. I'll take the belt any day. Oh, yeah. Crazy. I understand. Hey, let me ask you about this really has nothing to do with anything. I'm just curious what you think because I feel all we Italians discuss this all the time. What is your definition of sauce versus gravy? Uh, sauce is what you put on pasta. Gravy is what you put on mashed potatoes and turkey. Okay, so see, the gravy, sometimes people say if it's a meat sauce, it counts as gravy. You disagree no. with this premise. No, no, no. You're going to give me anxiety. My head's going <laughs> to pop off. If you go to Italy, yeah. there is not one word in the Italian language that means gravy. If you add meat, it's either a bolognese or it's a meat sauce. I've never heard someone say, hey, can I have pasta with meat gravy in it? Like, it's just meat sauce. And I tell everybody, go to the, go to the, food, uh, the supermarket. If you look in the section where they have crushed tomato cans and stuff like that, you will never see it say tomato gravy. So to me, it's sauce. But at the end of the day, if it's homemade and it tastes good, you can call it syrup. I don't care. I mean, <laughs> I'm not going to... 
you know, just shun it away. No, 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 you didn't pronounce it right. No, I'm eating it. I'm going to tell you my opinion, but I'm eating it, and we're going to all enjoy it with some bread, and, and that's it. Well, there you go. You go out for a nice little meal. You buy some tickets. Anthony Rodia, thanks for being on with us. Appreciate that. Thank you for having me on. If you're a reader of New York Magazine anytime over the last uh, quarter century, you might be familiar with uh, Adam Platt's column. He has been their food critic for uh, just shy of 25 years. He announced that he is moving on and leaving the magazine. There's some rumors that they might have been cutting back on. Mm. They made her an, off an offer he had to refuse. Oh. Oh. I mean, no one's uh, <laughs> confirming or denying that, but he okay. said he's uh, moving on as the restaurant critic, and he, uh, he wrote a goodbye uh, by the way, I like his uh, Twitter. I follow him on Twitter. He's Platty Pants, Adam <laughs> that's Platt. A great, that's a great name. But he uh, he said 22 years is a long time to do anything, let alone uh, eating rich and unhealthy foods. Mm. And I've felt for a while that for the benefit of everyone involved, including my doctors, my children, and my long-suffering editor, it's time for a change in tone and perspective. He's known for being a little prickly from time to time as well. As I, a critic? Or as a food this? critic, oh, yeah. Okay. I don't okay. know what he's like as a person. never met him, but I do enjoy right. his Twitter feed. And I've seen uh, occasionally he'll post something. I'll go, well, that looks tasty. What restaurant is that? Yeah. And he, he does a yearly ranking of the best restaurants in the New oh. York area and this sort of thing. And obviously he's been down the shore many times and... Uh, but kind of changing in the guard because he's been at it for 25 years. You think about what a different city New York was 25 years ago. Sure, You know, this sure. is just as Times Square's starting to get a little less trashy. And, mm -hmm. of course, the towers were still there. I mean, it's a totally, totally different deal when you went in a city, or at least to some degree, a different deal. Yeah, I, I would think so. You I, went in a city 25 years ago. And, again, his article kind of reflects all the changes of the restaurant business over the years and uh, and that sort of thing. So he's not going to be doing any type of food I don't know what he's going to be doing anything? next, but I just okay. thought that was kind of interesting that, after all, he's known for being the guy that ranks the restaurants. It's like a prestigious thing if you're right. on his list. Right. Because New York Magazine is kind of hoity-toity. Right. You know? He walks in and all the cooks and chefs start freaking out. <laughs> that must be kind of an amazing thing, right? I Yeah, I think it would be a stressful thing to know that you have a food critic coming in. You want everything to be completely perfect. And especially if, if you've ever worked in the restaurant industry, you know that day-to-day -day is completely unpredictable, whether your staff yeah. shows up or you have an unruly customer or whatever. So to have a, a critic in there and have to cook for them, I think would be When you were doing marketing stressful. for a restaurant, did mm -hmm. you uh, did you ever see anything like this? Yeah, we had we had critics in there all the time. Did you know they were critics or was it like uh, the, uh, it was like when they get the marshal on the plane that no one knows kind who's of. who? Yeah, they, they're not supposed, you're not supposed to make a spectacle that they're there, but right. they're obviously because they had come in before, once you work there long enough, you know who these people are and you can use Google and Google anyone now. But there, there were several times there was one that came in just to do the drinks yeah. and would t test out all of the drinks that we had on the menu. And when someone comes in and orders... <laughs> Drink number eight tastes right. good. Well, when they order 10 different drinks and they're just taking a sip of each, oh, you, you obviously know what's going on. So it's... But they don't... They don't come in and they're saying, hi, we're here writing for the Chronicle. Well, of course, uh, Adam got to be so well-known on right. the food scene that people knew exactly who it was. Well, that's what I'm saying. When you know the food critic is coming, yeah. that's very stressful because if you were not prepared and you didn't know that that was coming up. And you and he's got an article during COVID where he was trying the different uh, takeout. You oh, know, so yeah. Bring it home. Oh, and he, gosh. And he's critiquing them on how convenient it was to unpack the food that they put. And, of course, the fancier restaurants, right. you know, they give you a, a box with a bowl. Oh, yeah. Whereas a Chinese place just gives you a plastic you bag. In there. <laughs> I actually find it easier to well, it's eat no some big of deal with yeah. I don't care, you know, Absolutely. But, but obviously Absolutely. he did. So anyway, the changing of a guard. If you like food in the area, <laughs> he will be missed in New York mm, magazine. Yeah. All right, we got a very special uh, to do now. Time for uh, hashtag dad. Confession.
Because it's Father's Day weekend. Yes, it is. So the moms can wait till Monday uh-huh. with all due respect. With all due respect. <laughs> it's it's dad confessions. Or maybe we'll hear from a mom talking about the behavior mm. of dad. I don't know. Maybe. But these are all a very special Father's Day edition of Dad Confessions. And we do it just this morning at 720 and 920. Paul Evans said, you haven't gone full dad until you've read a historical marker plaque out loud to your uninterested kids and wife. See, I, know, I always like those kind of things. I think that's very interesting. <laughs> so you've gone full dad. <laughs> I mean, I, even when I was a kid, I thought those things were interesting. This happened to us at a, a restaurant. In fact, you were sitting there reading a plaque and you're shaking your head. And you're like agreeing with what the plaque is saying <laughs> by yourself. You're just standing there reading. Listen, I'm a fantastic. fan of plaques. If you know anything about me, I like a good plaque. Okay. <laughs> At Green Days said, just taught my kids about taxes by eating 38% of their ice cream. Okay. (laughs) And Fraser Frenzy 90 said, I constantly Google how to put your kids up for adoption so my kids can find it on my search history and know that I'm not messing around. Well, I like that. That, That's something you wouldn't see a mom do. Yeah. Hashtag dad. Happy Father's Day weekend. Let me ask you a question. You ready for this? It's Fun Fact Friday! In my hand, the envelope hermetically sealed. Captain Savannah Guthrie's notepad while she was interviewing Amber the other day. (laughs) Aaron, the contained uh, fun facts. Things you don't really need to know. We just thought you'd like to know. Facts that are fun. Right. These are fun facts. Sometimes. The Japanese term for a shotgun wedding is Dekachata Kakan, which (laughs) translates to uh, Oops, We Did It Marriage. Oops, we did it, Mary. That's great. Yeah. Can you say it one more time? It's a decachata kick-on. That's, that's pretty good. I'm gonna, that's a way to get away with talking about people without them knowing what you're saying, you know? <laughs> so unless they happen to speak Japanese. Sure. You're sitting there watching her come down the aisle in her white dress and go, decachata kick-on. You know what I mean? <laughs> you know what I mean? It would take a person approximately 15 to 18 years to do all the training you need to become Batman. Oh, really? I'm Batman. He did it in a few months in the mountains, right? This took me a couple of seconds, and I'm Batman. You're Batman. Yeah. <laughs> I'm Bat Batman. <laughs> Stop. I'm Batman. Stop it. There's a little spoiler, by the way. We have a Batman story on the way in just a moment. Oh. Iran is the only country in the world where it's legal to sell your kidneys because, of course, it is. You can sell your kidneys? Of course it is. Wow. Okay. Thank you, Iran. <laughs> yeah, thanks for that. I'll tell you what, I need a little extra cash. I'm going to fly to Iran and sell my there kidneys. There you go. Perfect. Sounds great. Perfect. Then I'll need to do this voice as <laughs> Liam Neeson to come rescue me. <laughs> Kentucky makes 95% of the bourbon in the world. The official state drink is milk. Really? I wonder if those would be good together. Milk and bourbon? I feel like that might be a nice it little... It might make uh, it curdle. I don't know. Coat your throat a little bit. You think? Yeah, I think so. I don't know. I'm not going to try it. <laughs> Austin Powers, the spy who shagged me, otherwise known as Austin Powers 2, had to be censored in several countries around the world. For example, in Finland, it was the spy who bumped me. That sounds worse, doesn't it? <laughs> in Croatia, the spy who groped me. Oh, that, that's worse, too. Also worse. In Italy, it was the, oh, the spy who liked me a lot. The spy who liked me a lot. That's awesome. Yeah. <laughs> How about new? It's a terrible movie. There's no need to see it. <laughs> Time for Robbie and Rochelle's Fast Five. Five big old trending stories. Thought you needed to know. Be in the know. Number five to number one. We will count down today and start at number five. How about some movie news? There's talk that Lady Gaga is going to be joining the cast of the Joker sequel. This is the one with Joaquin Phoenix. Oh, okay. Uh, I told you we had a Batman story coming mm-hmm, up, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, Gaga is going to play Harley Quinn, oh. who is... 
played by your friend Margot Robbie in the yeah. Suicide Squad movie, I mm-hmm. think. So this is a totally different deal. Now, they say that if she signs on, uh, Gaga's plan is to turn it into a musical, a semi-musical. I don't know how I feel about that. I mean, that would be a totally different movie, that wouldn't sounds, it? I, that's a completely different universe. <laughs> Someone posted this. It's a beat mix of Heath Ledger doing the Joker. Uh-oh. Doesn't that make you want to get on the treadmill and run? I was going to say, if if the musical is like that, it probably would be pretty good. That was cool. Oh, yeah. Put our earbuds in. Go to the movie theater, work her quads. It's great. <laughs> we'll work out to the Joker. I think you really could. Number four, in a new interview, Brad Pitt said that he and Gwyneth Paltrow still love each other, but just his friends. Uh. They were engaged back in the 90s. So they are not getting back together like his friend Ben Affleck. Oh. First of all, I was not aware, and I can't imagine Ben, uh, Brad Pitt and Ben Affleck hanging out. I don't see that at all. And also, I had no recollection of he and Gwyneth Paltrow together. I remember I he was remember with that, uh, yeah. Jennifer Aniston. Mm-hmm. I remember he was with Angelina Jolie. I think I did- this was pre-Jennifer Aniston. This was before that. I definitely remember that. And then she got with the guy from Coldplay, and then they got divorced, and she's remarried again. So. Oh, I thought they were still together. I didn't even know that. Yeah, well, yeah. Well, thank God I'm caught up. Can we hear that Joker music again? Oh, man, that's spooky, isn't it? Number three, 54% of Americans say they're driving less right now because of the sky-high gas prices, and they expect gas to hit at least 6 bucks through the course of the summer. Yeah, Gas right now is just over $5 a gallon on average. Well, there's uh, a manager in North Carolina who just got fired from his job because he went up there to post, uh, I guess, 601 or something like that. He accidentally put 69 cents. Oh, no, per gallon? Yeah, I'm not sure how he did that. Oh, wow. So were people getting gas for 69 cents? He didn't realize he'd done it and reset the thing, so... Oh, my gosh. So people were filling up for 69 cents, and I imagine someone puts it on Facebook, everybody starts showing up at the gate. He's like, oh, man, wow, we're busy today. Right. Yeah. A spokesman for Shell said the man was uh, fired because his mistake cost the company about $16,000. Whoa. Oh, I see what it was. He was a uh, premium six ninety nine there in that little small town. Oh, wow. And he accidentally so made it, it to 69 cents. Too. Yeah. <laughs> wow. Can you imagine? You what? know what? You did a good deed, sir. You should you probably, did. Biden should probably bring him to the White House, give him the Medal right. of Freedom. <laughs> Something. You, I know you got fired, but you did a good deed for your fellow man, even for just a few minutes. You did. Up your shell. <laughs> Six ninety nine, yeah, ridiculous. Crazy. Number two, five thousand parents across America have been asked to name the top things they love doing when they were kids that they wish their kids would do. Oh, okay. Are you with me here? Uh-huh. Number one, play hide and go seek in the yard. Mm, Water okay. balloon fights. Mm-hmm. Tag, uh, going to a playground, playing sports. Any of those uh, ring a bell from your childhood? I, I did all of those, and the kids do those too, I think, but they usually just have a phone in their hand while they're doing it. <laughs> I, I do have some memories of going to the playground, and I remember that uh, sometimes your little town park mm-hmm. would have, uh, yeah, not like amusement park rides, but it had like a like a tiger on a spring or something oh, like that. Yeah, and it'd always just be nasty, you know. Yeah, they're dirty. They kids were would dirty. stick their gum on there. I just- used to like. They, I don't think they put them in playgrounds anymore, but they used to have like the merry-go-round, the oh, metal yeah. one. And Absolutely, like, you'd get your one really big friend to you know go around for you, and you just sit on there until you feel sick. There was a marvelous it. way to get nauseous and/or to fall yeah. off and skin your knee. Loved it. So much fun. <laughs> I'd say I almost wish there was COVID when I was a little kid because if there'd been sanitizer <laughs> everywhere back then, yeah, I would have been so much happier. <laughs> Do you remember they used to have? Metal slides too. They don't have that anymore because oh, on a hot summer day, it would just destroy the back of your legs. Oh, it would burn. It was, and then you'd like halfway down, you stop sliding. Yes, it's terrible. Stuck. Terrible. No wonder the kids like TikTok. <laughs>
These things were awful. It was awful. Number one, according to a food expert, here are some foods that are still safe to eat a week or so after their Best Buy date. Now, you and no. I argue about this all the time. I will. I'm a, nope. I'm, I don't care what it says. Because it doesn't not. say throw away after. It says it's best if used by. It doesn't okay. mean don't use by. You I know? guess it depends on what these are, and but for the most part, I'm it's going in the trash. I, ugh, I don't like it. When we go back to my mother's house, she has things, especially in the medicine cabinet, that go back at least, I mean, I don't know that I've, I mean, I, I can't remember them not being there. I mean, she's got a thing of uh, Vaseline. She's got a Vicks VapoRub. I mean, it's it's not even the same logo they use now. That's how old these things are. You got to throw it away and get the new stuff. It just loses its its, its effectiveness after a while. You got this box of uh, maple syrup, uh, Quaker oatmeal. Oh, oh my, my God. God. It's, it's got to be from at least the 80s. You got, what? She has oatmeal from the 80s? Yeah, that box has been up there because it's behind another box that she never goes in are the- Are you uh, serious? Yeah. Next time we have to go, we have to go and look and take pictures. I want to see. I, ca- I can't. We have be- to take pictures. This yes, is where we're at in life. Because I want to see it. I can't believe she has a box of oatmeal from the eighties. I mean, it's in a pouch, so it's not like it's. Uh... It's not from the eighties. Then they didn't have the instant. Then you had to get the the big one that you had to cook on the stove. When did they start making them? I I don't know the exact date. Whatever year that was, that's when it's from. Because <laughs> it's been there forever. <laughs> okay. These experts say milk, eggs, pasta, cheese, bag salad, most canned foods. Mm are still safe to eat after their Best Buy date. Okay. But those are the first to begin going bad. I guess they're talking about fresh pasta. Sure, that makes sense. Dry ingredients like flour, sugar, salt, all last a very long time. They say even months after the Best Buy date, you'll probably be just fine. So there you are. God, I I love being right about things. When you and I moved in together, you had a bag of flour in your cupboard that was at least five years old. Like. (laughs) It's, not, it's, not it's one of those things when you move you moved out of the house for the first time, you're like, well, what do grown-ups have? You know, right. you got to get some Arm & Hammer for the back of the fridge. I don't, know, you like, figure well, I don't even know why you had flour. What are you baking? <laughs> <laughs> I really can't answer that. Yeah. This is where I'd incriminate myself on yes. the stand because I'd have no good answer yeah. and reasonable doubt would arise. Uh-huh. Friday celebrity birthday file Venus Williams. 42. Will Forte, he's the guy from that uh, MacGruber movie. Very funny, yeah. He's 52. Greg Kinnear, Thomas Hayden Church, remember him from Wings? and mm-hmm. He was the villain in Spider-Man 3. Yeah. You know, oh, the, yeah. the sand guy? Yep. Joe Piscopo, Jersey's own Barry Manilow, 79 today. Parts of Barry's face, I think, are about six, yeah. but Barry yep. himself, 79. <laughs> and listen to this. You remember the uh, twin sisters who played little baby Tabitha on Bewitched back oh, in the 60s? Yeah. They are 58 today. Named wow. Aaron and Diane Murphy. No, wow. I would have thought they'd be older than that, to be honest with you. <laughs> well, they were like show was babies. on a long time ago. <laughs> Today is National Eat Your Vegetables Day. Ugh. It's not just Vegetable Day, it's Eat Your Vegetable uh-huh. Day. It's also National Apple Strudel Day. Let's go with that. Yeah. <laughs> I'm happy. It's He Said, She Said. And Rochelle. Yeah, it's true. It is a little back and forth between Rochelle and I. But I, I Joe, I have to ask your opinion on this because you're right. you're, you're kind of the uh, I don't know the patriarch of this radio program. Uh oh. <laughs> In honor of Father's Day weekend this weekend, do you have a don't tell your mother about this moment? <laughs> I'm thinking you and your boys. Maybe you got a don't tell mom about this moment. The entire nineties. <laughs> don't Jeez. tell don't tell mom what we were up to. Mm-hmm. No. Um. Oh, yeah, absolutely. There was numerous, numerous, many. (laughs) Um, We would, uh, you know, I'd have them for whatever I had them for, and I'd go and do something that she didn't want them to do, and I would say, hey, can't tell your mother where you were. Oh, okay, no worries. And they go home and lie to her. You know, that was perfect. It worked well. Well, That's great. (laughs) Teaching great morals. I'm sure they're in therapy now. (laughs) 
His dad taught them how to lie, for the love of God. Oh, man. Well, you know, there was that. But still, you know, they figured it out. I mean, you know, kids are funny. Yeah. All right. You have a so we, you, you have a don't tell your mother moment from when you and I first started dating, really. And I well, not first started, but when the kids first started coming around. Yeah. Lola was about six and knew that you know mom's got this new guy here, and I can basically con him into doing whatever I want. And mm-hmm. asked you, he, she asked Robbie if she could watch the movie It. Oh yeah, and I've been hearing about this ever since. Is when she was oh gosh, how old is she? Maybe five or six. Five or six. The time I let her watch that uh, It movie, you know about the clown. Yeah, yeah. And I guess you all the said, kids are talking about don't it. Don't tell your mom. I'll yeah. let you watch it. Don't tell her. And of course, she had nightmares. She's up crying all night long. And yeah. now here we are five, <laughs> six years later. And this is what I hear. She's like, hey, you remember when you first became my stepdad? You let me watch a scary movie? You're a terrible dad. I'm like, okay, <laughs> thanks. Thanks, kid. I only get you for like a day a month. Thanks a lot for that. <laughs> <laughs> uh. But you do. I mean, you, it was like one of your very few. Don't tell your mom, but I'll let you watch it. Never and I'm sure there go. are other things you've done with her that you, you're like. Oh, no oh. doubt. Don't tell, and that's fine. I'm I mean, trying to think if there's anything when I was a kid that my father would say, "Don't tell your mom," but mm. he didn't get away. Well, with I got, I got from a kid, I got a great one. So I don't even remember what I did, whatever it was. I was kind of, I was. Uh, my mother taught in the same school that I went to. Yeah. So they would, they would, the nuns all the time would bring me down to my mother and say, "Look, <laughs> you know what he did," <laughs> you know. And my mother would say, "Okay, go sit in the nurse's office." So I go sit in the nurse's office, and that day I forget what it was. I she was in a bad mood. Whatever happened, I don't know. We got home. And she's just yelling at me, you know, I'm sick and tired of these nuns coming. And I get the inevitable wait until your father gets home. Oh, yeah. yeah. That's the worst. Oh, yeah. So, but I knew in my house, if I got past my mom, I was fine. Once I got past my mother, if my father came home, he didn't want to have anything to do with any of this, you know? (laughs) So he wanted his Manhattan, his planters, peanuts, and the TV on. That's all he wanted. He didn't want anything else. So he would come home and go up there and... Okay. So he comes upstairs. Now, again, you got to remember, this is 1960-something. Comes upstairs, and he says to me, I'm going to hit the wall with my hand. When I hit the wall, I want you to scream. Wow. I'm going to go downstairs, and then you're going to come down about five minutes later and say you're sorry to your mother. I said, all right. He hits the wall. He goes, ah! He goes downstairs. He got his Manhattan and his peanuts. My mother was happy because I was disciplined. I was happy because I didn't get, I didn't, what do you call it? I didn't get disciplined. (laughs) And he was, and he was happy because he had his Manhattan and his peanuts. It was the perfect solution. That's like a scene out of Ocean's Eleven or something. (laughs) And he said, don't tell your mother. I said, of course I'm not going to tell my mother. You know, that's what I'm thinking. But that was the one of the funniest moments in my life when he did that. When he Mr. Nolan like doesn't that. care about any of this. The nuns will take care of little baby Joe. He just wants to have that his Manhattans. That is too funny. Alone. Okay, wants to sit in the recliner. Wow. Yep, that's all he wanted. Put the TV on, Walter Cronkite, I'm done. That's all I need. <laughs> and that's the way it is. <laughs> Joe got his ass beat. So there you are. I'm Walter Cronkite. Tickety, tickety, tickety. All right, Joseph, thank you. It's Father's Day weekend. What about your don't tell your mother about this moment? 732-774-4444. 774-4444. Call us. Text us. Get us on Facebook. We got a Father's Day weekend. He said. She said. Now in progress. Have you ever had one of those, hey, don't tell your mother about this kind mm-hmm. of moments? Maybe it was something between you. Maybe you caught dad doing something. Janet said dad would occasionally slip us kids $5 and say, don't tell your mother. Back then, five bucks went a long way, but I think my mom always knew when he did it. Yeah. With inflation, <laughs> five bucks is like 20 Absolutely, if not more. 
Eric said, my dad used to wake me up at night when I was in middle school and we watched Jackass together and laughed till we cried while my mom snored through it all. Oh, what a happy memory. <laughs> it is a happy memory. Watching Steve-O with dad. <laughs> and Candace said, I'm a mom, but sometimes when I come home, my kids smell suspiciously like McDonald's and don't want anything for dinner. Neither the kids nor my husband ever know why that could be. Why is there chocolate cake all over the kid's face? I thought you were supposed to get him dinner. Know. I don't know. Let's just go do bath time. Right. <laughs> Hello there. Hi. I have, um, I don't have a story about what you're asking about with fathers. Okay. But I do have a little bit of a touching story. Okay. We'd like a touching story after Joe's horrible childhood experience. <laughs> yeah. that, was, that was interesting. Yeah. So, um, my father is 87 and he has Alzheimer's. Uh. And he lives with us. It's a lot of work, but I need to tell you that it is not something that I would ever, ever give up. Sure. Um, Those moments are precious. There's no doubt about it. It is. And he's very thankful that he, you know, that he lives with us and that, you know, that he's cared for. And I just wanted to share that because my dad never said to me, don't tell your mother. Because my dad was the disciplinarian. Yeah. You know. But I'll bet, you, was, I'll bet you once in a while he gives you a candy or something and winks at you a little bit. It's your little secret. Am I wrong? <laughs> well, he'll always say, what he'll say to us, let me take you out to dinner. There you let go. Let me, you know, let me, let me give you a 10 for that mm. or, or something. You know, if we order pizza or something like that. Let me give you a 10 spot. Sure. So you've got all kinds of little moments with dad that mom doesn't know about. It mm -hmm. doesn't have to be something crazy. Yeah. That's a sweet story. Thanks for sharing that. 732-774-4444. 732-774-4444. We'll grab a couple more calls. Use the same number to text us. Or on Facebook. Your don't tell your mother about this moment. It's a Father's Day. He said. She said. It's he said. She said. With Robbie and Rochelle. Father's Day 2022 edition. Hopefully. If you're not seeing Dad, you're getting a little card in the mail. Yeah. Or you're keeping Dad in your thoughts if he's no longer with us, of yeah. course. So let's celebrate Father's Day. And this is how, of course, this is how we do it here. <laughs> we did just have a nice moment. But yeah. these are, don't tell your mother about this moment. So I was uh, thinking, as I answered for myself, mm -hmm. and how I let Lola watch a horror movie, an R-rated movie, which is like five years old, like a dope. <laughs> but I'm remembering uh, my father occasionally would pick me up after school mm -hmm. if I had something going after school. And he'd get out of work about five, so he'd pick me up, right? Yeah. And we're getting on the highway right at five o'clock as a rush hour is starting. Mm -hmm. This is up in uh, New England where I grew up. And there's just horrible traffic, and it's backed onto the uh, on-ramp to the highway from the city street, the on-ramp to the highway. Sure. And we're sitting there probably about 15 minutes, and he just goes, F it! And he drives over the curb and up the grass and then over the curb again <laughs> and out of the highway and cut through two lanes of traffic and went around the oh accident. Oh, my gosh. There was like a tractor-trailer crash that was causing the backup. He went right around it and off we went and he was just muttering to himself. And I got the, don't tell your mother I did that. <laughs> did I you ever like, tell her? No. I don't think so. But <laughs> I'm sure the damage on, on the car spoke for itself. Also, I don't think she would have been surprised anyway. So yeah. it wouldn't have made any difference if I did tell her. That's really funny. Luckily, no state troopers caught that one. Right. <laughs> Jerry said, I took both my kids out around age 13 to show them how to drive and never told my wife. <laughs> well, you got to do that. They need to learn from somebody. I, I, uh, yeah, like the in driving instructor. Yeah. <laughs> Jamie said, my dad used to take us out into the woods and we'd shoot off bottle rockets. 
great. That seems dangerous. It's like the dads that do the fireworks. I mean, I'm, I love yeah. Fourth of July. I love it. Mm-hmm. But I do not understand these people that want to set up fireworks in their backyard and blow a thumb off. I just don't yeah, get it. Yeah, it seems a little dangerous. I do not understand that for the life of me. Tanya said, my dad paid me $5 a week to check the mail when I'd get home and take any <laughs> banking statements out and hide them from my stepmom until he got home. Well, that's probably why we, he was on to wife number two. You know what I mean? That's sketchy. <laughs> Okay. You can always text us 774-4444. Answer on Facebook. There's sometimes a great answer is coming like a day later. So yeah, keep yeah. an eye on it over this Father's Day weekend. 1071 The Boss on Facebook. Thank you for those he said. She said.